brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I mean, you and me, we're just regular old working class proletariat fuckers. You know, we'll just yank the thing off and get to get to eating. The wife and I had a very involved conversation. About yes. This. It depends yeah. on the type of food. It depends on the type of food, the type of restaurant. If, yeah. if it's, you know, if it's made its way uh, in a cheeseburger, like through the the the, the patty, <sighs> that's uh, you got to send that back. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Welcome aboard another brand spanking new episode of another Below Deck podcast. It's time for the B Squad. I'm Dylan, saddled up next to one Pat Hickey. Permission to come aboard. Permission granted. Sorry for tipping my hand and showing my cap there, but I mean, we just have a lot of bee squatting tonight, and I'm actually quite... I, I, I've turned the corner on this show because it's starting... The incompetence is starting to become um, entertaining, and I think I've, I've recognized that the quality of the vacation on board is just nuked because of these adventures. So that's yeah. the kind of vacation that you're getting. You were on a houseboat, essentially, but for one afternoon, you rappel down a rock face, so it's okay. Anyways. Well, don't forget, Dylan. There's lots of potato chips there. Because <laughs> Americans love potato chips. I'm so excited to talk about Carrie's knowledge of our country. Of our culture. <laughs> they love potato chips. <laughs> love them. I don't know. No, no, no. Okay, we have to get into uh, pots and knots, but before we do, let's talk about public service announcements. Yes, everyone, please go over to Bad TV. By the way, I learned this is what fucking Jeff, uh, Mark Zuckerberg did to our bullshit. Yeah. If you search out Bad TV on Facebook, excuse me. You okay? He wants you to put a period after the T and a period after the I'll V, read, I'll fucker. Read, I'll read. Mark is, he is such a fucking dweeb, actually, that it's guy. A nerd. He's such a dweeb. Um, 
there's some weird thing. I'll change the name to the dot, the dot, um, but we just changed it, so it won't let us change it again for 21 days or something. We don't want to bore you with the details, but go to Bad TV. Uh, join that Facebook group. It's a really fun Facebook group, and subscribe to the show if you have not already. Honestly, we love Below Deck, but Bad TV is just a better podcast. Guys, Bad it's TV. It's just a better podcast. We know uh, Below Deck is not your only television obsession. What bad TV now, our, our little, our newborn little child that we hope yeah, to tend to right. is about all bad reality TV. So go on that Facebook. Feel free to talk about Merit at First Sight, right. Little Women Atlanta. Yeah. We don't give a fuck. Mix it up there. That is the destination for all bad reality TV shows and you guys to discuss. So get in there. Do you want to be a baddie? Then sign up. A baddie. For the... <clears throat> bad TV. Uh, Patreon.com slash another podcast network. Uh, $5 tier, $10 tier, $20 tier. Um, another movie podcast is coming next week. Uh, we'll have a debate about what we're going to be talking about on APS or PMZ. Can't remember. We have too many shows. But um, we'll announce it on Facebook too so all you guys can watch the film before we review it and right. we can all have fun together. We can all have fun together and uh, live stream at the end of the month. Uh, lastly, We've been, and I'll talk about this on Bad TV. We've been getting critiqued with the bleeps. I guess we uh, are bleeping, I'm bleeping a fair amount. So we're thinking about an uncensored version of the show. More on that later. Let's get into pots and knots. I thought that was a rather concise public service announcement. We're getting better and better. I thought that was actually pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. So um, how many pots do you give this episode? All right, first off, I want to say this. These guests are some of the nicest guests I've ever seen on this goddamn show. (laughs) It is, I mean... That purely good. They are purely good people. They're not big. They're not a bunch of fall down drunks. Yeah. So, so there's been there's benefits for that because they pass out early. Yep. And then they uh, sleep in. Right. But you know, then you're picking up broken glasses, and then you know, uh, belligerent pricks are yelling drink orders at you. At they're the lifting you into the air. Not these guys. Right. Or these or these gals. These these guests are very nice. They uh, especially with that uh, hair gate. Not one, but two times. I can't wait to discuss this. Two pieces of hair. In food, and I, I want to get into that and how you handle that properly in a restaurant. I'm sure Dylan has uh, his <laughs> thoughts. Uh, overall, I thought it was a decent episode. Hey, uh, bravo! I know you're listening to me, Andy. Uh, the PR people over there, Oriana wants to come on the goddamn show. I want to have her on the show. I have lots of questions for her and what's happening on this adventure show. So uh, she wants to come on. So release her, please, or there's going to be problems. How many times do we have to pick up? Our bayonets, and then put them on the on the gun. Well, the, I, how about how many how many times do we have to 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 pick up our swords and lay them down and pick up our swords and lay them down with you people? I know you're listening. We know you're listening. Enough. All right. Here's the threat. Just though. Give us the guests. Here's My God, Dylan. Bravo. Dylan. I'll tell you what. Threats work better than uh, us. Uh, you know, uh, complaining. Whinging. About uh, I want you to know this, Bravo PR. If you don't release Ariana Oriana to come on the show, yeah. we have a certain chef with a kind of a, a wild. Uh, yeah, she's a Shutter <laughs> Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who will come on here and crap all over you guys right, right, and right. your production? Allegedly, and I don't know if that word prevents us from any uh, legality. Uh, Bravo wanted to throw her away because we're threatening to defame. <laughs> but all jokes, comedy. How many pots? Fifty. Yeah, I thought it was around there too. Like fun stuff, great guests. This just some of the sweetest people. Um, I feel as though the Sea Rats were undeserving of this kind of leniency. Um, 
had we had the Sultan and the other people who were on Below Deck OG, I feel like this could have gotten cranked up a little <laughs> bit because the uh, entertainment factor-wise. But um, fun episode, a lot of incompetence. Excited to break it all down. 51 pots. So, last we left off, Faye was blowing an absolute gasket. Um about the kitchen not being clean, and said, I now know that I cannot rely on you, Lewis, for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Lewis kind of uh, hangs his head like a sad Hey Arnold character, and we just get to the next day. Well, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. People are turning on Faye. They are. Almost the entire boat, actually. But let me... uh as she's scolding Lewis, you know, she's telling him, look, she mentions the dirty glasses, the food all over the place, uh, and how rude it is. But Dylan, this is the old, uh, I'm yelling at you for something, but it's really about uh, something else. Oh, you're saying that she wants his penis? Is no, that what you're saying? No, no. She's yelling at him because uh, she uh, is upset that the crew tells her to fuck off when uh, oh. she asks him oh, to do something. God. But my wife fucking does this to me. Right, right, She'll right. be like, uh, did you pick up garbage bags? I'll say, uh, no. She'll <laughs> be like, you never remember when I ask you to do things. And I'll respond and say, Cherie, is this about garbage bags? Or is it about me not co-signing on that very overpriced vehicle you want to buy? <laughs> oh, oh. You see what I mean? Oh, okay, got she, it. She, it's not about the garbage bags. Because I thought when you asked her that question in my head, I was like, no, it's not about the garbage bags. It's about the broader issue, which she said too, which is you never listened to her. But, oh, but all, <laughs> M. Night Chairman, man, it was about that lease. It's about both. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, sorry for the latent misogyny in me, but I do think Faye could use some dick. Maybe Joe oh, yes. could throw her uh I don't want to say throw her a bone. You say that, and I don't like that. But I almost, I, I in fact, I did say it. But I think that would help the mental health of the boat. Um, so Faye wakes up the next morning and still sees blood. Well, I was, she, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I hate to, uh, hate to do uh, digress for a second, but Lewis and uh, Oriana pound away at each other. I mean, uh, makes uh, sweet sea rat love. I think as uh, no, they don't. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, do they, they deny really? it, but I, I believe this was... Uh, um, Mike? Deadliest Catch? No, no, no. The, yeah, was that Mike uh, down there? Yeah, I think it was Mike down there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they were pounding away at each other two feet from uh, Mike's uh, special head. Well, it. Um, thank you for saying special. Everybody's special, especially Mike. Um, and Casey. But yes, the uh, the rocking did remind him of the uh, choppy waters of Alaska. You got a full boat full of crab, the cages and the ice, and the tins of Copenhagen are banging against the wall. That's when you can actually catch some Z's. So anyways, uh, Faye wakes up. She's really pissed off. She hates the boys, and um, I don't understand that because... These cute, fun-loving guys are just talking about rubbing towels on each other's balls, and they're failing to understand how tape works. Right. I mean, it's just such, it's a lovely cast of characters. So, let's get to the um, uh, all important. Oh, before we get there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because okay. this is super important. This storyline. Okay. Lewis tells Mike no sex uh, was had. He, he's like, I did not have sex. Oh, he's like, okay. Bill I did not have sex with yeah. that woman, Monica Lindsay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I didn't dip my cigar in a Django like French fries in a dipping sauce. What? Okay? I, I didn't have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. That's a bad Bill Clinton. Jesus, horrible Bill Clinton. Horrible Bill Clinton. But yeah, no, it was funny when he was like, imagine if Ken Starr actually. Pre- I don't know if Ken Starr did press him on that. Was he like, hey, um, 
Did you put a cigar in her vagina? I heard somebody's telling us about the cigar in her vagina. Did you do that? I did not have sex <laughs> with that woman, Mom. All right. for the so let's get to the preference shake meeting. All right, so we've got Shelby Potts, great name. She's getting married to Turner. Everyone met at an LGBTQ plus flag football game slash league. Sounds pretty gay to me. Uh, anyways, uh, Captain Carey asks the crew if they know about um, uh, a pro. No, no, no. What is this? He asks the crew if they know. This is my note. Th- this is my note. I mean, just unbelievable shit. <laughs> and this is what the B-Squad does. It drags me down to their level. Captain Carey asks the crew if they know about it. Know about it. What is he's it? asking about uh, What's it? Americans love of potato chips, Oh, maybe? Well, okay. So he's, he's asking them, ding, he's asking if they know about flag football. All right. And when they say... Um, no, he kind of cool kids him a little bit with his information about America. Um, he says flag football is very, very big in America. But before we get to the potato chips, he says it's pride week. There are flags everywhere. Asterisk. There's that one over there (laughs) flying in the dock. But here's where a lot of tension begins. Lewis really burns the shit out of Faye. They're talking about a, uh, a drag show, he says, uh, I think we can use some of your makeup. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then the discussion turns to Velderova. They're going to be uh, repelling. Um, and Faye says, Jess, I was thinking, I uh, just want to pitch you an idea. What if we... No. <laughs> well, well, hang on. Okay. Um, we get a table, right? And as the guests are repelling, we'll halt everyone in midair, right? And we'll just hang the table there, and you can serve lunch. I think it would be really fun. No. Uh, so they kind of negotiate, and this will bleed into a, a later part of the episode. Hey, but Can I just say, these preference sheets are pretty generally, uh, I don't know, just by the book. You know, uh, what the fucking guest names, their preference uh, preferences, some stupid theme for a dinner, not another white party. Right. And uh, this one got a little ugly, man. Yeah, it really did. It really did. The daggers were out. I was I was shocked uh, about this. But I want to say, just, uh, just for clarity's sake, this is about uh, what is going to be served for lunch at said yes. uh, uh, outdoor adventure, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and if uh, <laughs> Jess had her way, uh, it would be nothing. It would be absolutely nothing now one of the main storylines that was uh, became actual and real this episode is that jess i hate to say it could perhaps be very fraudulent um but 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 we'll get there i mean maybe she's just in first gear but she's like hey i have an idea let's not serve them fucking anything so 
Faye pushes back a little bit, as does Captain Carey. And this is when we realize that Captain Carey is a bit of a, an Americanophile. I don't know what you call him, but he has an intimate understanding of our culture. We love flag football yeah. and we love potato chips straight out of the bag. Lots of chips. That's all they eat is chips. Uh, hey, Captain Carey, I heard you guys like Vegemite uh, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. In fact, you love it so much you use it for anal lube, you Whoa, fucker. Okay. I, I think I got yeah, that's, that's just as stupid as your thought, Captain Carey. Well, it's it's... Uh, well, listen, Americans love a bag of potato chips, as do many other cultures on planet Earth, because crisps, potato chips, whatever you want to call them, they're delicious. They're engineered within an inch of their life to make us think they're yummy, and they kill us. But not on a fucking luxury vacation. Like, if if we're at a picnic or standing outside of a fucking museum, we're in a pinch, a bind, at a Super Bowl party, yes. But this is a goddamn luxury yacht vacation. There's nuance to stereotypes, you bastard. Right. Yeah, we eat a lot of french fries. Why do you think we're so fucking fat here? But on vacation, come on, something a little more classy. Uh, now, after angry glances are exchanged and no one agrees or confirms anything, uh, Captain Carey says, great, so you guys have got a plan. <laughs> we move on, but before we do, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Do you have any idea how much your subscriptions cost? You get tagged every month for this stuff. Dude, I have no clue. I, I Boxes of wine just show up here. I'm like, I must have wasted well, when they convinced me. Well, and you can't me. curse on the oh. ad read, right? We can't do that, but it's okay. We'll bleep it out. Um, but I think that most Americans voice a similar frustration when they find out that they don't spend eighty month eighty dollars a month on subscriptions. They spend like closer to two hundred. Okay, so Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money, uh, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I told you about that company Vocal that I signed up for yeah. back in like nineteen ninety nine. They've been tagging me ever since. <laughs> you could you'd own a Mercedes by now. Well, uh, that money. No Lambo, Lambo. I would own a Lambo, um, but Rocket. Money is going to get me that car. I think well, not inadvertently, like not giving. They're helping. They'll save you money for the future. Um, over eighty percent of people have subscriptions that they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch that one show or that free trial that you never used. Uh, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you, so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want, press cancel. Rocket Money will cancel it. For you, that's the tricky part. Going after these people, having to follow up. Hey, what's going on with this cancellation email? Rocket Money, that's, yeah, they've got that taken care of. When Rocket Money comes docking at the door, it's like the IRS. It's like, okay, now you have to pay attention, right? Vocal media. So anyways, um, no more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average of $720 a year. Okay. Uh, stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash below deck. That's rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Okay. Anything from the next morning? Well, um, we cut around to a bunch of places. Carrie I was going to ask you for a meanwhile because this is just, you know. Well, Carrie and Lewis discuss the anchor dropping and uh, Carrie uh, and they discuss Seth. And Lewis is still suspicious of uh, Seth's motivations. He's like, I don't know. If, it's not about money, I guess. Hey, Lewis, listen to Dylan and I's show, dude. He wants to win Game of Thrones. He wants the Iron Throne. Back. Listen, if you want to be able to handle Seth correctly next week, 
you have to tune into our show because we'll give you tips oh, each yes. and every episode. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, I think that Lewis and Carrie are kind of cut from the same cloth. They're both like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> what the? Uh, I think it's good on Carrie to keep the whole attempted coup thing under wraps. This information is not going to be beneficial to anyone. A savvy barnacle uh, theorized this. They would like to see how many times Seth supplied to be on this goddamn show. Oh. The theory is from season one or two. I love that and theory. And he's a decent looking guy, and he's probably got some girls or girlfriends in the past going, you need to be on there. Yeah. And he thinks so too. Yep. And they're just like, nah. <laughs> I think everyone's going to hate you. Yeah. Um, not a fan of Job. So, um, Jess is repulsed by the prawns that she has sourced, and Oriana and Aura battle it out. Um, the, uh, is there anything between this specific Everyone Casey? Everyone blames everybody. I, I, I just think it's poor leadership at this point. Faye has no control over the interior. When you don't have someone you can look up to establish, a, you know, a, kind of a you standard. Have no, how you, no fear. Exactly. You start, yeah, you start lashing out at your coworkers. So an American football arrives. Lewis says that he learned everything about football from the tale of Dan Marino's missing Dolphin, uh, Dolphin and Ace Ventura. Um, mm -hmm. Don't want to alienate any listeners, but that one was never a big part of my uh, of Ace my Ventura. Life. Yeah, mm -hmm. Tommy Boy was paramount importance. Well, that has but. more heart. I mean, Ace Ventura ends with the uh, little uh, reveal that uh, someone's dick is uh, <laughs> tied to the bottom of their asshole with some duct tape. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the crying game is played and we all laugh hysterically. Yeah, right, right. You know, Jim is a an insanely so talented he, person. So talented, but he wears on you. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. I couldn't agree more. It's so, it's so over the top. I can't watch The Mask. Are you kidding me? I hate that movie. I would rather watch a, like a slow three-hour Eastern European movie than The Mask. Mm -hmm. I really would. And that doesn't sound very fun. All right, so the guests are on their way. Faye wants her hair, uh, wants everyone's hair down, and she wants powerful lipstick on. Uh, things with Shelby and Turner go off without a hitch. They arrive. There's a bug in their flute. Um. It's like the beginning of a horror film. Yeah. That's just the little thing. You don't know how significant that is yeah. to the greater part of right. the plot. Right. But yeah, no. Here's, look. This On is your second viewing, you hear that there's like a little violin sting. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was very oh, foreboding. Yeah, they let us know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they also had like. There's so, dead animals everywhere. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? This is how you turn a frown to a smile, though. Yeah. When if something insignificant like that, it's how fast you run to get another glass that actually goes. You know what? They're on fucking top of things. Hey, look, they don't own the fucking sky. Yeah. They don't know the bugs. Okay. Right. Bugs do what bugs do. Bugs do what bugs do. Chaos breeds opportunity. So I love these charter guests already off the rip because they actively say we do not want you unpacking our shit. We don't want you now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause, 
Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I'm sure that could be for personal reasons. Perhaps there are some uh, fun toys, some Mm -hmm. flavored lubricants and stuff like that. But regardless if it's sexual or hygienic, I just don't understand why anyone wants a sea rat rummaging through their shit with their little mitts and their big mouths. I don't get it. Ooh, extra large double. Wow, I... Oh. Yeah. Hey, you want to get that one a bigger plate? Although you can do an ocular pat down of that kind of thing. Uh, so anyways, um, a magnificent charcuterie oh, board yes. is constructed. No utensils. They can eat with their hands. I mean, Jess is just not doing too hot. So um, it is run up, and that is when we see the guests strike a little fancy with Faye. Um, Turner says, I want you to, I, I want to put you in my pocket. And this is just the gay hubris on display again. I mean, these people, they think they can just, I mean, it's absolutely revolting. <laughs> if the roles were reversed. Uh, and they are often. Uh, so let's get to anchor dropping. Now, this is a fairly simple thing we've often talked about and even goofed about the um, suspense and tension placed around this insignificant act, which is just turning a wheel one day, one way and then just stopping it. Hey, please explain this to me. All right, I know that Nate well, I was just on did. His... You turn the wheel and then you stop it. No, I understand that part. That's <laughs> oh, okay. simple. Anybody understands <laughs> got that. It, got it, got it. No, it's uh, Captain Carey losing his shit on Nate. What was so important why he couldn't be on the walkie-talkie? Get off the mic, Nate. Well, Nate, shut up, yeah, Nate. Yeah, a little bit of Lee here. Now, I think, there's, I think there's compounding forces here. One, Nathan is asked to give the direction of the anchor. His response is up and down. Now. I don't, th- I don't think Carrie was too pleased about that. And then um, I think they move on to a different thing. They're just like, drop the bat and get out of here. And then Nathan is on trying to explain why he gave such an aloof, insane answer to that question. And throughout the explanation, Carrie's like, would you please just shut the fuck up? We're trying to get something done. Hmm, okay. Up and down? Did you say up and down? Jesus. Um, all right. So Turner calls the guests, um, the rest of the guests, high maintenance bitches. And Seth says something about fitting inside of Faye. My God, this guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He says, I got to figure out a way to get in her. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Um, Faye sings some type of song. She has a horrible voice and she is an awful lyricist, but she sings a song about how the boys are bad. And we get a little moment um, from Seth here that I kind of jumped on he says don't lump me in with them gross it's like a disney channel original movie where there's this bully that needs to like embrace the fact that he's a nerd or in this case firmly part of the b squad and you'll be happier there's no point trying to be a cool guy here you've applied for the show 85 times you're not cool you came in a bright purple button-up on the first day. That's not cool. So, Casey and Oriana go about it again. 
And the main takeaway I had is that, and I know we're trying to get her on the show, but we have to be impartial here. Mm-hmm. We have a job to do. <laughs> mean Oriana is is back. Because she, she went away for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, mean Oriana was rather uh, on display early on in the season, what with the whole Stripe Gate thing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now here, she kind of has a little bit of Alyssa in that there's this veneer of like, Let's have a productive um, workplace uh, conversation. But there's this, these rapids of bitchiness underneath it all. And it's just like, who are we kidding? Also lethargy. So she doesn't clean up a bunch of cabins. And then Kate's like, hey, come on, we got to clean these up. Hey, speak to me in a respectful tone. And let's have a productive dialogue between both of us. Because who gives a shit about the cabins, Casey? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's a little little different. Right, right, right. Yeah, so Flamingo Faye comes down and the argument fizzles. Um, and then we get to the Boys drag dressing up. queens. Yes. A lot going on with this one. First and foremost, I was very surprised that Seth was okay to do this. I thought he was it would be the kind of guy who's like, principally, I can't do something like this. Well, he's spicy Seth, so he... <laughs> He, he got there. Um, I'm also reminded more than ever that this is just incredibly B-Squad stuff. I mean, the the boat looks absolutely horrific. They've got 99-cent store golden tassels hung up and globbed together. They're not even falling. They're globbed together, and the crew are walking underneath a broomstick. I mean, that is what... <laughs> that is what this evening's entertainment is. And again, it's like... The helicopter was wicked, it and was the awesome. rappelling was awesome, you know? So this is what you're going to get when you're on the boat. I it's, mean, who's got Settlers tu- of Catan? Let's it's just one, do that. one step up from a tugboat. Yeah. So um, the... Um, you want the names? Louisa, which Louisa. I thought was good. And I like how Mike takes the name Bubblegum. Yeah, very cute. Very hot. Because Bubblegum's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the guy in the last episode said he pretty much hates everything on earth. Yeah. He's a fun with bubble. He's he's a crab fisherman. (laughs) This is just a tough life. Um so the gay guy with the mustache. I I don't know what the I love the the archetypes in the gay community, the the beaver, or maybe not the archetypes, but the the fun names. Mm -hmm. The bear, the beaver, the is there a weasel? I don't know. I don't know. What's the real skinny one? The twink. Uh-huh. I don't know what this guy is, but he's he's strong, he's handsome, he's got a mustache, and he recognizes in Seth very accurately, you're the biggest, strongest, hottest one, so you win. I don't care about the whole twerking thing. <laughs> I pick you. So let's get to dinner, which is a hoot. We've got a very rich dish up first. It is a Michael Scott classic, linguine with crab and ricotta. And unfortunately, not only does that sound extremely thick, it has a hair in it. B-Squad. Now, Oriana, I got to give her credit, saves this with uh, good improv. It's a good improv whisper back. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. The guests have a you know, chuckle over it because they're sweet. Now, Jess is a different kind of force here in the, the solving of this problem. Um, she <laughs> blows the hair away <laughs> and drops a uh, 
finger load of cheese on the infected area. Absolutely disgusting. Dylan, may I jump in here? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Now, I worked in the restaurant business. I'm a yeah. former employee. Weathervane Seafoods. Seafoods, yes. Yeah. And a lister actually worked at Weathervane Seafoods. Totally fun. She was a hostess there. Uh, there's a social contract you have between the food provider and the customer. Right. One of them being never come in someone's taco, even if they're rude to you. And wash Ooh, your hands. Really? Yes. Oh, obviously, wash your hands. Um, so, can't come in the taco. No. Right. Now, was the taco like the royal taco, or specifically you can't come in the taco, but other things? I'm are just okay. any uh, standard uh, Mexican fare restaurant. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can't come in a taco. Now, is Mexican fare like the royal Mexican fare, like, or, or can you come in other cuisines? Absolutely no. Okay, no tacos. That's off the table, Dylan. Okay, I don't uh, think it, we're anywhere close to understanding. But yeah, uh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. A plate with an artifact of a human body part. Uh, has no place, and it, it should trigger an immediate new plate. I agree wholeheartedly with Oriana here. Wholeheartedly, yes. No, like it. But we've talked about this before. If there's a hair on the food at the restaurant, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, that's right. I mean, you and me, we're just regular old working class proletariat fuckers. You know, we'll just yank the thing off and get to get to eating. The wife and I had a very involved conversation. About yes, this. it depends yeah. on the type of food. It depends on the type of food, the type of restaurant. If, yeah. if it's you know, if it's made its way uh, in a cheeseburger, like through the 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 patty, <sighs> that's uh, that you got to send that back. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. But uh, if uh, you got a cheeseburger and fries and uh, off to the side of the plate, right. a, a little hair, right. it's leaning on uh, just a, 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 a single French yeah. fry. Yeah. You can just use the French fry to kick that off and right. dispose of the French fry. That's right, my right, thought. You don't right. need to send that back. Wow, that's such a horrific uh, thing to think about the hair in the middle of the cheeseburger because what's happening there is there is no lean. There is an enmeshing with the ingredients. It's becoming part of the stew, and that's not good. That is gross. Imagine taking a bite. There's something still attaching the bite to the remainder of the food, and it's a hair. You ever take a, a rip off a, a beer can you think you're stealing from somebody and you fucking take down a cigarette? <laughs> Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, that's painful. Yeah. Another time, I uh, was really lazy. I was so drunk, I uh, peed into a, a beer bottle. Yeah, the old I dumb woke and up the next trip. morning, and then I, uh, oh yeah, I didn't, uh, and I took a chug off my own urine. Yeah, Never did you do again. the Harlan Williams kind of? <laughs> no, you know no. Oh, I thought that's just what piss does to you. So, anyways, we gotta move on to. More. Oh, what do you? What would you do? Well, <clears throat> I mean. <sighs> If I was them, I would uh, probably. I don't. I don't know what headspace I would be in if I paid that much money for a vacation. I w wouldn't be in a good one. I, I, I would be. I don't know. Trying to put myself in a in a place of spending that much money on a vacation. No, just a restaurant, dude. Oh, a restaurant. I I agree with you. I if it depends if it's a lean or a placement, then it's fine. But if it's like, let's say. You get like penne, mm -hmm. a la vodka, and there's a strand of hair, and it's somehow gotten inside one of the rounds of penne, and it's kind of like like if you lift it up both sides, you could kind of like sure be like a friendship bracelet. <laughs> like you gotta send that back. Gotta send that That's back. Spent, that you now is part of the flavor back. profile. Yes, yes, but oh. and and I would expect if it was sent back, hopefully that they would do a new plate. 
I learned this real quick with just uh, two thoughts before I uh, yeah. with this. One is when I worked at Whalen Park, I worked in the concession stand. And one time a guy said, I don't want cheese on my cheeseburger. So we gave him a, a cheeseburger with cheese on it. He sent it back. I was the cook. I just scraped the fucking cheese off. I don't know. I'm 14. I shouldn't be working as a cook. Right, right, right. And he uh, noticed. Yeah. Because there might have been speckles of cheese or something. He yeah. sent it right the fuck back. Yeah, and good said, for him. New burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what an asshole. And right. my friend Sully's like, hey, let me spit on him. I'm like, no, no, no. You can't spit on <laughs> hey, Sully. Hey, Sully, come on, man. Can't spit on a taco. Don't let 14-year-olds serve food. No, no, no. God, no. Don't let them do anything. I remember <laughs> I had a car washing business in my neighborhood. Little... You know, a little deal going around, putting turtle wax on things. Oh, I didn't sure. do a good job. They, the cars were stained with turtle wax. I didn't wash it off appropriately. Paid me $30 to do it. Did a horrible job. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, well, let's say, or, yeah. I want to say this. Uh, Jess, yeah. uh, I think any uh, potential future hirings as a private chef are now gone. I love that take because the, this true damage can be done to a sea rat's trajectory here. And... Not only does she not act hygienically, it happens again. And she has this presence about her where Oriana and Faye are both kind of like, oh, fucking, I am scared of fucking shit. But Jess is, she's a bull, especially when she's in this mood. And yeah. kind of the entire show, I think she needs to do some reflecting because I think Jess is as close to a squad as this B squad's going to get. I feel like she has potential, but she's just angry right now. And she does a masterful job at gaslighting and warping the entire issue. Faye comes down and is like, there was another hair in the food. <laughs> and Jess says, I wear my hair in a bun. Now the issue is that she plucked the hair off, didn't do anything, but put cheese on top and then sent it back out. But Jess right. says, if you guys would put your fucking hair up in a bun, this wouldn't happen. Wouldn't and in happen. fact, I'm going to go to Carrie tomorrow and tell him about this if you don't get the fuck out of my kitchen. And Faye goes, oh, it's kind of about the, the way that you... She's like, get out! She should have played a joke on it. She should have came down the stairs. This is Faye. She said, uh, excuse me, Jess, uh, there's a fucking <laughs> ear in the cob salad. <laughs> An ear? Yeah! yeah. Yeah, and she goes, I didn't make a cop salad. And she goes, yes, you did. And then gas lights are right back. All right. <laughs> so um, we get a little sea rat history with Nathan. Not a ton there. It was in the middle of dinner. Nathan's, it just, he keeps talking about caring for this, um, this uh, group of sisters and it's admirable, but I would just think that somebody who has been doing that for a while would be like a little bit more on the ball. Mm -hmm. He's very like kind of aloof. Um, <laughs> I fear for that family. Hey, uh, you know, this show rarely has like stolen kind of scenes from another movie. But uh, this uh, this whole dinner gate thing with hair, you know, it had a threes company scene. Because did you uh, did we talk about this? I'm pretty high right now. The guests say, hey, Faye, can you come over here? We want to tell you something. And Faye recoils. You know, she, uh, yeah, she's scared yeah. of that hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy says, I sneeze when I'm full. And then they all laugh. And Faye's like, whoo. Right, right, oh, right. man, you could have interrupted right there and apologized for the hair. But yeah, uh, thank yeah, God yeah. she uh, gave you that, uh, yeah, that, that funny one, joke there. Three's that that's a threes company moment. <laughs> Episode title. So um, the Sea Rats are losing their minds at this point. Um, 
Jess is gaslighting the shit out of people, and Oriana and Faye are talking about uh, possibly slitting Jess's throat. And that is when Oriana goes upstairs to Captain Carey, and like some kind of temple basement riddle goes, your interior is on thin ice, and then walks back downstairs, and Carey's response is, huh? What'd she, what'd she say? Grenade dropped. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah. How is that appropriate? Oriana. You're losing it. So, um, we slumber with Faye's concerns of sitting on terminal information for Jess. This could get her fired. Jess. I mean, Faye. It's fine. She's not going to get fired. Don't worry about it. The next day kicks off with these two again. So, Jess and Faye, they start uh, talking about the night's transgressions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Jess says, yeah. and I quote, she doesn't work well in toxic work environments. Yeah. Unless she's creating one, apparently. Right, right, right. Yeah, she is the source. She is the Chernobyl of this situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I would also say you're C-Rat. So, like, the only work environment of a C-Rat is, it's like one of those vats of nuclear waste that bad guys or good guys get pushed into in comic books. That's what they work in. So toxic. So they go from arguing about hair to arguing about sandwiches. And Faye bends Jess to her will. And in an OTF, kind of untucks a little bit with a certain amount of swagger and says that chief stews have a lot of power. Now, this was over a side dish, right? Faye was like, you need to make sandwiches and you need to make a side uh, dish. And when Faye says no to the side dish, that's when Faye has to show how powerful she is. Mm -hmm. So now that the full weight of her power has been unveiled, the guests are going to get macaroni salad. (laughs) Just an extremely powerful position. Well, yeah, yeah, she definitely <laughs> levied that power. Uh, gosh, I hope we get potato chips. Because uh, red-blooded Americans, we love potato chips. I want to talk about the preparation of the sandwiches uh, yeah. by Jess. It was a real quick shot. But uh, <laughs> let me just say this about those sandwiches. They were not made with love. Patrick, I, I am so excited. I'm so happy that you spoke about this because there is this trending romanticism surrounding the way that Roman uh, Salumerias and, oh. and pl- places all over Italy are making these sandwiches. Now, there are fresh, there's fresh focaccia sliced, and it's these little cameras right behind the deli counter. The focaccia slice, a crude amount of parma, is put on the sandwich, and then a ball of mozzarella is crudely sliced in three, and they just slam the thing shut and pass it on. And people are like, oh, my God, do I want to go to Italy? It, it is just sloppy sandwich construction. There's nothing romantic about it. God, it cheeses me off. Well, what you described was far more romantic than what <laughs> Jess was laying down because the way she prepped it was like a fucking stepmother who hates her stepchildren <laughs> making it. She's like, I'll fucking show you, you bedwetting little fucker. Eat this fucking bologna three-pass expiration date, you little bastard. Here's what the sandwich is. It's two slices of bologna. One slice of 2% American single, somehow expired. Mustard and a little bit of palm oil ash. And it got in the mustard. She couldn't wipe it off. Eat the fucking sandwich. <laughs> little fucker. All right. So um, let's get to the adventure. This is extremely fucking epic. And this is how come you get the 99 cent store decorations and lots and lots of hair in your food. Because... <laughs> This is just cool. It's just wicked. Now, Turner and Shelby come down, the happy couple, 
And Faye says, you've got some balls. Hey. <laughs> not with this group. I mean, just don't. Quite frankly, not with anybody, but not them. So let's round things out with another B-Squad lunch. The chips aren't there. The potato chips. Oh, my God. <laughs> the potato chips that Americans hold so near and dear to their hearts, flag football and lace, <laughs> are somehow not there. Now, this was the thing that was going to set the whole thing off, like an Independence Day fireworks show, which is also something that Americans love. love. We love fireworks. We love fireworks. We love chips. We love bulls. Okay, that's it for that's us. That's it. Oriana, it's oh, her well, fault, and she says, "Hey, what are you gonna do?" I ch- I checked to see if the bag was there. Yeah, I, I, this are is, you fucking shitting me? Faye's got this uphill thing to go up the the entire season because Oriana does have this thing where she's like, "The fuck are we gonna do about it?" And Jess had the same attitude. It's like Faye's trying to get you to have some kind of remorse, but they're just like. Fucking, fucking! I apologize. Get out of the teachers' lounge. We're trying to talk about the fucking kids <laughs> fucking right now. But the reason why Faye is having so much friction when she's trying to get this across is because she says things like the things she said at the end of this episode. She tells Oriana. <laughs> she tells Oriana. Over potato chips, not making it to this lunch, that she gave her a chance to shine. All right, that's it for us. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars, kind words. Please do so. We love seeing them. It helps the show immensely. Spotify, it's very easy. Um, YouTube, should have said this uh, in the public service announcements. That will be back up next week, so subscribe to the YouTube channel and let everybody know. Everybody. Go to Patreon and uh, Bad TV. We love you guys very much. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus